come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, So today on Miles from Main Street, we've got Epcot versus Animal Kingdom fight. We have another park battle for you guys. We're going to go over layout, dining, theming, entertainment, and rides for these two parks. These are two pretty epic parks. Uh, I kind of know where I'm leaning, definitely, uh, but... It'll be fun to kind of see how things shake out. Right, Brian? Absolutely. You know, we're always trying to find ways to stay in Disney World, even though we can't be in Disney World. Um, and I love doing these park battles because it gives us a chance to think about what these parks are, what we're missing, and talk about the things that we love about them. So uh, I love doing these park battles, and I'm excited to be able to do another one. For sure. It's it's always fun to kind of get back into the mindset of being in these parks and thinking about the all the small little details that they have. So the first thing we're going to be talking about, first criteria we're using on judging these parks is going to be layout. So we're talking about Animal Kingdom and Epcot. So when, when it comes to layout, uh, I definitely have um, a park that I favor over over another one, but they both kind of have something going on that I enjoy. Um, so when it comes to layout, I feel like I give the edge to Animal Kingdom. Uh, and the only real reason I say that is because it's kind of a hub and spoke style park. So you can kind of go through Animal Kingdom the same way you go through Magic Kingdom. Uh, it's a little bit more complex, though. Uh, they do have a lot of like nooks and crannies that you can uh, get lost in. Not not literally lost, but just kind of wander through and stuff like that. So they there was a lot of thought put into how this park was going to be navigated, uh, which I definitely think is very cool. Um, and you can you can just tell that like it it makes a lot of sense. Um, I I love the uh, the street signs that they have at Animal Kingdom, it's all very cool. Um, and it's very easy to kind of understand where you are and where you're going and where you need to be. So I definitely give that to Animal Kingdom. Epcot, on the other hand, um, I do kind of love how like the different areas are separated. So you've kind of got the future world area up front, and then you've got the countries in the back. Um, and if you don't know, that was because I feel like I've mentioned it on every <laughs> every time we've we've talked about this, but it's because they had two ideas for theme parks and they just pushed them both together. And it kind of feels like that sometimes. However, um, I do kind of love the way that that works out and the way that you go around the countries and it's all around that lagoon. Uh, very cool. However, you do kind of have to like there's no other than um, coming in at the International Gateway. There's no way, real way of just coming in right at the countries. You, you, if you go through the front of the park, you have to navigate through all of that future world stuff to get back to the countries. So, I mean, I've, I've figured it out uh, the way that I do it. Um, 
but you do kind of like, there's no real good way of just kind of getting back there and just doing the countries for a little bit. So you, you tend to have to make your way through the future world area and then get back to the country. So with, with that going on, it, it's kind of weird. And, and like I said before, it does feel like two different ideas that were pushed together because that's quite literally what happened. But yeah, it's, it's, I just feel like the, the layout itself in, 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 in individual areas for Epcot, the layout is pretty decent, but as a whole, um, not a huge fan of that layout. I'm kind of surprised by this, uh, Mikhailo. I thought for sure you'd be going Epcot on layout. Um, the way we've talked about it in the past, I just thought maybe you'd uh, enjoy that a little bit more. I know that Epcot's one of your favorite parks. So um, I'm agreeing with you, though. Animal Kingdom's layout is pretty cool. Uh, and I'm going to go with that one because they really want you to discover in that park. And I think the layout lends to that. When you first walk in and you're going through the Oasis, the um, the trails, first of all, there's no Main Street. It splits into two immediately. And you've got discovery pieces in those trails on the Oasis. You know, you the animals to take a look at and just little theming things um even entertainment when you think about divine hopefully she'll come back someday but when you think about divine being there um you know you're not getting just a zoo kind of portion as you walk in you're getting that entertainment you're getting more than that you're getting ambiance and and you're kind of getting set up for discovery for that day um and then when you get in to the park, it's not just ride, 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 or experience and show. Um, you know, like you said, the, the, the signs are really cool, street sign type things. But um, they're also doing a lot of really cool things um, with the trails. You know, there's trails around the Tree of Life. There's trails in Africa. There's trails in Asia. Um, and they all lend to what you might find in those countries or in that area. Um, and it gives you a chance to just relax, kind of stroll along, have a snack, have a drink, whatever it might be. And I like that about that layout. Um, you know, a lot of people think of Animal Kingdom as a half-day park, and I completely disagree with that. So, you know, when you think about the layout, for me, Animal Kingdom really gives you a chance to walk around and and see things that you may never see and find something new every time you're there. Epcot, to me, is a mess, <laughs> to, to say it nicely. Um, you know, like you said, like, it's two different parks really set up together, kind of. But um, it's... Future World, and I don't know what they're calling it now. I, I haven't really figured that out yet. World Discovery, maybe. I can't remember. But, you know, like Future World, how it kind of splits into two parts. I find myself on one side and never really getting to the other side. And then I find myself going into the, the, um, into the World Showcase. And so when, when you get in there, like 
I've said, I said this the last time we talked about Epcot, you get into that world showcase and you're kind of stuck, right? Like it's either you go all the way around or you come back. There's no real cut across hub and spoke type of thing. I know they've got friendship boats to help you along, but I'm not interested in jumping on a boat when I'm there for some reason. Um, so I won't hammer that again. I know I've done that before, but uh, I really have to go with Animal Kingdom there. Yeah, and, and oftentimes we're in agreement. Uh, so once again, we agree, and, and for a lot of the same reasons. Um, so yeah, putting that down for Animal Kingdom. Uh, and, and honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Um, it was a park that was developed um, way later than Epcot, and they, they were able to kind of put a little more thought into uh, the layout itself. And, I mean, it's funny. It was developed later, or um, I guess it was, it's the most recent park. However, they used probably the oldest thing. Like, it was in Disneyland, the, the hub and spoke the spoke um style so if it ain't broke don't fix it i guess (laughs) (laughs) i mean when disneyland was created they really felt that was a revolutionary system and disney has really improved upon it so i would agree if it if it's not broke don't fix it definitely so next we've got dining and uh I mean, I'm just going to say it. Epcot is a juggernaut when it comes to dining. Um, and that's definitely where I'm leading, obviously. Um, however, I feel like Animal Kingdom is really the only other park that gives um, Epcot a run for its money when it comes to food. And not a lot of people um, really think that or really know that. Um, just a lot of what's happening at Animal Kingdom food-wise. Um, I feel like that gets overlooked a lot or people are a little hesitant to actually experience that food because of how uh, wild and out there uh, it can seem uh, to kind of sit down at a restaurant in Africa might seem a little scary or uh, uh, sit down in uh, and have some Indian food, stuff like that. Um, Disney definitely makes it makes it palatable. Um, and so I feel like sometimes people kind of get turned off from um, all of that that's happening in Animal Kingdom, and it's why it's not really thought of as like a decent place for dining. However, if you really give it a chance, you can really find some really great stuff. But the dining at Epcot is just, like that's that's like fifty percent of why you go to Epcot <laughs> is the amazing dining that you have at Epcot. And they keep adding more. You've got Space 220 now open, and it, you know, like it's it's gotten some really great reviews recently. And you know, like like I said, they keep adding more. The last thing I thought we needed was another Japanese restaurant, but they opened Takumite, and it's you know it's been amazing. Now it hasn't reopened since the shutdown, but hopefully we'll get that soon. Uh, but it's been you know, quite an impressive park when they they can just keep putting things out and filling those restaurants. And I feel like with I mean, this is kind of like beating a dead horse at this point because <laughs> we've just talked <laughs> so much about 
um, the Dynag at Epcot. So if you're interested, and this is, uh, I think we've only referenced other episodes uh, a couple times on this podcast, but if you're interested, we have more episodes where we talk about, about Dynag at Epcot, uh, especially the episodes that we do about our park battles. So go ahead and check those out. We, we praise Dynag at Epcot constantly. Um, and if you're not going to Epcot for dining, what are you doing? <laughs> Spending your one day in your park and not hopping over to Epcot to eat a, eat a meal is what you're doing. Definitely. So uh, <laughs> next on the docket, we've got theming. Um, and again, I feel like it's kind of funny with, with this, uh, with all these different uh, criteria that we're using. I feel like in each one, there's just an obvious winner. Um, and, and there's definitely an obvious winner in this one for me. Uh, and I'm definitely saying Animal Kingdom. Just the type of theming that Animal Kingdom has opposed to the type of theming that Epcot has. And that's coming from somebody who loves to walk around the countries in the back. Um, if we cut off everything up front in Epcot and just uh, based the countries and animal kingdom it'd be a lot closer i still think i would i would be giving it to animal kingdom just because of the sheer amount of theming that animal kingdom has plus just pandora alone the type of theming that pandora has and we we've talked about um kind of like uh full park theming um and kind of like small area theming and i just i feel like Animal Kingdom definitely takes the cake in, in both uh, kind of like big picture theming and small area theming. So, uh, but I, I do say that, that Epcot's countries would give Animal Kingdom the run for its money, uh, but it's just hands down, it, it's got to be Animal Kingdom with, with all of the amazing theming that they have going on in that park. Yeah, um, I would agree that if you were to cut off that front section, it'd be a closer discussion. But um, I, th- I also think that it'd be interesting to have this conversation in four or five years when Epcot is complete. They're going to have um, the Play Pavilion coming out soon, um, you know, and all of the new sectors stuff that they're going to be adding to that front section of Epcot. Like, I think that it, this conversation may change at that point. Um, but, you know, you brought up Pandora and Pandora is a completely different animal than, um, than anything we've seen. Right. Like that was the first Disney uh, immersive area. And, you know, like that, I I just remember walking in there and going, they just did this and it's incredible. I can't wait to see what they do with Star Wars. And now I'm like, what's next? Right? Because Star Wars is pretty awesome as well. Um so I kind of wonder what's gonna happen with Epcot, where this conversation may go. And yes, I would agree. Uh I have to go with Animal Kingdom. Um for the sheer fact of how everything ties together so well in that park on a grand scheme. Uh, and I think I've said this on, on the last time we talked 
the last podcast that we talked about animal kingdom um it's the you know joe rody just kind of put that whole thing together and it's so cohesive um and you know pandora at first was kind of like what but even that seems to fit well uh so i have to just for cohesiveness i have to give it to animal kingdom yeah um I, w- I would totally agree, uh, and that's kind of what I've been feeling every single time we t- we talk about these parks and this layout, is that just the how cohesive that park is, um, and and again, it's it's the most recent park that Disney has made in Florida, um, and so there was just a lot of time paid to how things were going to flow uh, and what kind of theme the whole park was going to have. Um, I definitely feel like it's kind of funny. I definitely feel like, as a whole theme, Epcot is the worst out of out of all all four parks. Um, You're the worst. <laughs> we'll and, talk about my park like that. And well, that's the thing. And yet, I I love <laughs> that park so much just because of like all of the individual experiences that I can have at that park. Um, when it comes to like. It's funny, we're, we're, I, I'm jumping back to layout. When it comes to layout, I'd say there's other parks that, that are worse than Epcot, but just when it comes to full theming cohesiveness, um, I just think Epcot, it's, it's just a great park, and, and, uh, and I love it, and um, it's, I just feel like its theme just doesn't really, <laughs> really make sense. But it makes sense to us because we love it and we and we love going there and we love what Disney has made. But uh, countries and 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 futuristic stuff, I guess, is the theme. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to entertainment then, and you know, before the closure, um, even before before the closure. I guess I would have, you know, these two are so close on entertainment for me. Um, they've cut some acts and they were cutting them prior to COVID. And I don't know what the plan is going forward. Um, but if I 2019 Animal Kingdom and 2019 Epcot, it's it's so close it's so close because you've got these great ethnic type of acts in in the uh, animal kingdom where they're you know they're doing all this and and i love african drumming and you know one of my dream trips is to go to africa and be able to partake in some drumming circles um but You've got so many great acts over there. You used to have that harp player that was unbelievable. You had a you had a guy that played a sitar. Um, you know the the Burudika uh, dancers um, within uh, Harambe that would perform so well. Um, it's just been one thing after another, and not to mention when you're talking entertainment, you can't talk about it without mentioning. Finding Nemo and the Lion, the Festival of the Lion King. We know that uh, Finding Nemo is coming back. 
the internet and its great wonders forced Disney's hand on that one. And we know that there will be something coming. Um, and I'm so happy to hear that because that show is absolutely amazing. Uh, the sad part is I, I think it might be shorter. <laughs> so that that's too bad. But um, you go look at Epcot and the festivals alone with all of the bands that they bring in really kind of brings brings their entertainment level up an extra notch and maybe to a level that's unattainable by the other parks because they have this ability to bring in so many more acts. Um, it's it's going to have to go to Epcot for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. And it's... it's... <laughs> Are we ever going to have an episode? I think we've disagreed maybe like twice with these park battles. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I would agree with you, um, especially just with the the emphasis on entertainment. You can go to each country in Epcot and there's some sort of entertainment happening. There's some sort of entertainment group. There's some sort of thing that's pulling you into each country. Um, and I think... I mean, you, you kind of get that at, at Animal Kingdom uh, with each area. Um, they definitely have um, some, some big heavy hitters. They've uh, the, the Finding Nemo the Musical, uh, which is uh, coming back, thankfully. Um, and um, some, some of the other, other uh, African groups are just amazing. Um, but it's just the, just the things that you can just come across in Epcot. It, and they do such a good job. It almost feels as if you're in those countries just all of a sudden coming across these acts, which is exactly what they want you to think. Like, that's, that's exactly how it feels. But it's just around every corner, there's some sort of type of entertainment uh, that Disney's um, pushing at you. Uh, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't um, mention my, my buddy who is in the Jammeters. Um, and uh stuff like that that they even have stuff up front in um the future world area so um just there's just a bigger emphasis put on entertainment when it when it comes to epcot a lot of the other other parks do do a great job but uh epcot definitely takes the cake when it comes to entertainment i think the experimentation piece of epcot allows for them to do some of that too do you remember that Muppets Mobile Lab? Um, it like took place behind Spaceship Earth. No, I I don't remember that. You're giving me a blank stare. Like, <laughs> so it's like it was a, it was Bunsen and um, Beaker out, and they would um, they would actually interact with the crowd, and it was kind of like a talking robot type of thing where. They would be out on this um, rolling, I don't know, cart of some sort, and they were able to do different things and entertain. Uh, and it was all remote controlled, and it was it was a lot of fun. Really neat to see. And I just think that that is what puts Epcot over the top when you're talking entertainment. Um, I think Animal Kingdom really kind of gives it a run for its money. I think this is the closest that that I would be on entertainment between Epcot and another park. Um, but I, you know, I just, they've got so much to offer in Epcot right now. It's hard to, 
hard to beat that. Yeah, I I definitely agree. The last thing that we're going to talk about with these two parts are rides. Um, and I definitely have a front runner, and that is Animal Kingdom. And I mean, just, and I think this, it's hard because Epcot had it, it's mo- so much more focused on edutainment, um, entertaining and educating, uh, that I feel like a lot of times you're, you're doing a lot more walking around and looking at stuff rather than riding rides. If each country in the back had its own ride, the, the way they kind of wanted to, maybe it'd be a little closer. But that just the caliber of rides that are at Animal Kingdom versus the caliber of rides that are at Epcot, um, there's I I just feel like there isn't like there isn't much competition there. However, we can talk about the future of what Epcot is supposed to be, um, and that is the Guardians of the Galaxy ride that's coming. And I mean, I, I don't really know of anything else that big that's coming to Epcot. So it's really just that ride that's supposed to be like their big blockbuster. But I mean, even with that ride in there, I still think I'd give it to Animal Kingdom uh, just because of the amount of rides that they have and the caliber of rides. Uh, now, I haven't ridden that ride yet, so who knows? Maybe maybe it becomes my favorite ride. However, after riding Flight of Passage and finally being able to experience that ride without getting sick, <laughs> uh, just com- completely changed um, the way I looked at Animal Kingdom when it came to rides. Um, and that's big because I used to kind of, like you said, Brian, at one point, I used to look at Animal Kingdom as a half-day park. It's really easy to kind of go into Animal Kingdom, ride a couple of the big name rides, and then peace out at noon. In fact, that's that's pretty much what I did on my last uh, vacation. However, we're Disney people, so we maximized our time in the parks. What we did before noon was what probably people can do in two days. <laughs> so... um. But that's the thing is that we we didn't walk down. Actually, we did. <laughs> this is that's what's crazy. We we walked down um, all of the different trails. We we walked through the um, the safari trails and stuff like that. So yeah, there's there's just so much to do there. Plus all of these all of these amazing rides, uh, and now just having a lot of pa- passage in there uh, along with. Expedition Everest uh, and all of these other great rides um, just really brings that park way up. It used to be just kind of Expedition Everest, uh, which is definitely one of my favorite rides. But um, with all of these rides together, especially in Pandora and everything, um, they just have have better rides and um, more rides, to be honest. So that's that's definitely why I, I give it to animal kingdom on this one not that the rides at epcot are bad um you've got things like soren uh i love soren uh frozen is a really great ride um test track is good (laughs) i definitely liked old test track better 
um mission space uh if i'm feeling up to it maybe this next time I'll, this uh next vacation i'm going on i'll write it uh but it, last time i wrote it it made me sick so um we'll see but but again that's that's a great ride like that that's a pretty pretty awesome ride even if it does make you sick um but that's about it i mean ellen's energy adventure was was pretty cool when it was a thing um but I mean, it's nothing nothing to write home about so just the amount of rides and the caliber of rides at animal kingdom versus epcot is definitely why i go with animal kingdom so i'm gonna challenge you on your number of rides because I look at Animal Kingdom as having about six rides, um, whereas Epcot has, I think, six rides up front on its own. Um, so I, I, I'm really torn on this one, and I keep take keep trying to take Cosmic Rewind into account here. And knowing that that play pavilion is coming soon, um, Epcot's going to be a playmaker coming up here. I think they're going to be relevant again. Um, you know, you've got Remy's now. You've got the Frozen ride, which is a juggernaut. Everyone has to get on Frozen. Um, Soren is not going away anytime soon. It's just a beautiful ride, and I will try to get on that all the time. And, you know, that sleeper is living with the land. Like, I don't know what it is. I have to get on living with the land every trip. Uh, it's a, just an awesome ride. Um, I, and maybe it's because I just wish I could garden like that. But, <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to give this one to Epcot just because I'm feeling good about Epcot right now. And, you know, I do enjoy the rides there. It's hard to keep up with Flight of Passage, but it, uh, yeah, I'm going with Epcot. So take that, Mikhailo. Wow. So so there we go. And and maybe um, so yeah, Brian. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're right that that Epcot I think does have more rides, but I think I think what I'm thinking about are I don't know like like big heavy hitters. Um, and I know that with a lot of what's there now and what's coming epcot will have a lot of those big heavy hitters um and i even even forgot about uh remy's uh and i'm really excited about that um however i i, I don't know i just I, I guess i'm gonna have to go experience it um because i'm really excited about it but it just i feel like that might be something that that dies down after a while i may be eating my words um and i hope i do but um, I don't know. There's just something about maybe it's just this this last trip that I went on with Flight of Passage, and it just really kind of opened my eyes to how great that ride was. Because I used to have not a great relationship with that ride, with um, how it, the motion and everything, and how it made me a little sick. But yeah, this is uh, uh, this is good. <laughs> Brian and I disagree <laughs> on something finally. <laughs> I think you should probably go out and get some chocolate and flowers for. For a flight of passage and make nice though. So let's go ahead and tally up the votes. Yeah, I did this already. So, um, 
Animal Kingdom has five votes, and Epcot has five votes. Are you kidding me? We're at a tie. Oh no, we're at a tie. Oh, no. Uh, so I think in that case, and it's kind of funny. This is this is kind of how I thought. I didn't I didn't envision that we were going to have a tie, but this is kind of how I thought the end of this conversation was going to go. Um, because I kind of I saw it coming for me how I was putting Animal Kingdom over Epcot. Um, however, at the end of the day, and we've said this before for other parks, at the end of the day, what park would I like to be going to? I had to say Epcot. <laughs> the if and Brian, you said this before on on um and Brian, you've said this before on these park battles. If you were given a ticket for any of the parks or or for one of these two parks, which park would you go to? I'd probably pick Epcot. And you know with I'd have to answer that question with, do I have kids with me or not? Um, and I think you're right. When I have, when I, if I'm handed a ticket and it's just going to be me, I'm probably going to go to Epcot as well. That's a hard one for me. That, that one is really hard for me, but yeah, I think we'll go into Epcot. Yeah. And I, I agree. It, it's definitely hard. Um, and it's, I feel like back in the day, Animal Kingdom kind of got a bad rap. Um, but they've been doing so much to that park and updating everything and making everything so great. But it still kind of has that little bit of like, like that in the back of my head where it's like, oh, I could go to Epcot and do all of this stuff. Um, so it still kind of has that, and especially being a Disney person and experiencing animal kingdom before all of these new and amazing things um it's a lot easier to kind of make that snap decision oh yeah let's go to epcot instead of animal kingdom still even when i'm planning trips sometimes i'll be like you know like if we want to go to downtown disney and or <laughs> if we want to go to disney springs that night like we don't have to do a full day at animal kingdom however you should do a full day at animal kingdom because it's a great park but I, I, even, even today, even to this day, I, I will still think that sometimes about Animal Kingdom. And it just kind of comes down to what that park started out as and that stigma that people had that it was a half-day park. Um, but just when it comes down to it, Epcot is where I'd, I'd like to be. And I think a, a little bit of that is nostalgia. Um, of just like loving that park for so long for me um and really the the nostalgia of that it's been around for so long um and maybe that's the reason that the theme works so well it was like nobody cares about the theme because that park is just so great <laughs> so um yeah i mean given a ticket i i'd go to ebcot i know you guys are probably upset that we're picking epcot picking epcot here but this doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. If you want to head out to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're out there. We're looking to talk to you guys, get some conversation going on this. Let us know how wrong we are or let us know how right we are uh, because 
we chose Epcot, we're right. <laughs> but anyway, if you guys want to get out there, let us know what you think. We'd love to talk to you about it. Give us some feedback and let us know, um, you know, what what you would have chosen on these. Uh, be looking out for a post uh, where we can talk about it. And uh, if those platforms don't work for you, please send us an email. It's miles from Main Street Podcast at gmail.com. It'd be great to hear from any one of you or all of you. So please give us a, a so please hit us up with something. Well, that's all we got for you guys tonight. We will see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Thank you.